Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is December the 22nd, 2019. Strong hand. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. In motion. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Yeah, it says strong hand on the shirt. You can get shirts like this link to below. Bitcoin is the apex predator. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Offended by some unconfiscatable conviction. We're going to talk about some conviction. Unique beast. Hello, my elite friends. How are you this evening, this late evening, uh, during this week where all of you are taking off? But there will be a new show here every day like there is every day of the freaking year. So, yeah, that's conviction, baby. Check out Friday's This Week in Bitcoin show. Juan Galt was on. He was promoting his HODL device, his phone HODL device. You can actually get that. Uh, there's a Meister discount code linked to below. You can see what that phone HODL thing is. He's in motion. So uh, Phil was in motion also, and Anders, is, they're all working on different things. And Saturday's show, yesterday's Beyond Bitcoin show, a lot of fun also, dudes. Got a little political, got into all sorts of subjects. That's why we go beyond Bitcoin on Saturday night. This coming Saturday night, uh, the Bitcoin Rebbe is going to be on the show to talk about Hanukkah. So it'll be a very special Beyond Bitcoin show. But we'll, uh, we'll get into all sorts of topics, no doubt about it. Yo, Ken Bozak is in the house. He's up really late out there. Whoa, pound that like button, Ken. Okay, first... Uh, and I want to remind everyone to also check out the links below to read the Bitcoin Times edition two. People have been sending me articles from it. It's linked to below. I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but you should read it before I do so you can give me a report about it because I'm pretty busy doing a new show every day and running around Tucson, Arizona and just living the life, baby. All right. So, no, I, I listening to my videos and I said, yes, listening to my videos, meaning Yaron Brook, Ben Shapiro, the, the, the usual stuff I listen to because I don't watch videos. I listen to them. I play them at 2X. That's what you should do too because I'm not into fancy sets and graphics. I don't need to see Yaron Brook and Ben Shapiro just like you don't need to see Adam Meister for God's sakes. I hope you don't need to see me. You can just listen. So having hype reminder of the day comes from who else but Alistair Milne. After the having... About 50% of all newly mined Bitcoin will be absorbed by just two companies, GBTC and Square. This ignores the 30 million Coinbase customers, people investing via Robinhood, eToro, et cetera, et cetera. But tell me again how halving is priced in. Okay. We talked about the having being priced in or not priced in on the uh, This Week in Bitcoin show on Friday. Check it out. Follow me on Twitter, TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Yeah, Twitter traffic's been down because everybody is like celebrating something that's coming up on the 25th. It's the fourth night of Hanukkah. I don't know why everyone's so crazy about the fourth night of Hanukkah. It's the 25th. What's up with the fourth night of Hanukkah? You're all taking a week off for the fourth night of Hanukkah. Okay, so... Something that a lot of people are not talking about because no one is talking about anything on crypto Twitter because everybody is just getting drunk, I guess. <laughs> uh, Vitalik Buterin was interviewed by Eric Weinstein uh, on his on Eric's show. And Eric is a, uh, well, he's, he's a really smart guy. 
He's a mathematician, talks about all sorts of subject matters, controversial subject matters. You might not like his politics all the time. He appeals to people outside of the crypto box, outside of the Bitcoin box. And so Vitalik appears on the show. And I thought it would be new. You know, Coindesk is, I guess they're off on Coindesk too. They're off. Uh, but I, th I thought at least they would bring it. No one's talking about this. It was a good interview. I thought it was, a, it was, a, it went by fast. I played it at two X and uh, I, especially Eric, that Eric Weinstein, this genius is interested in cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and he's got some knowledge of it. That was nice to know. I didn't, I didn't understand uh, the extent that he was into it. And he says that people are complaining. This is what Eric said. I'll get to Vitalik in a second. Er Eric said, uh, People are complaining there's no killer app for Bitcoin. Uh, there's no killer app for cryptocurrency. And he says, dudes, just wait. It's early. Chill out. It will come. I got to say, I agree with that saying. Chill out. It will come. Yeah. Uh, if Again, the, the killer app is, uh, is it's unconfiscatable for, for me and uh, uncensorable right there. But he's talking about more mainstream uh you know, the, the Netscape moment for cryptocurrency. Definitely had it, haven't had it yet. It's hard for everyday people to use uh, Bitcoin and, and cryptocurrency. And, and Eric's a genius and it's great that he can recognize that. He, he's just not so far removed. That to, but he, again, he's patient. So Vitalik talked about the DAO. He was asked about the DAO uh, and he played that off. He made it seem like it's normal for humans to intervene in, in cryptocurrency. And Eric thought that was fine. And if you if you're down on Ethereum and you're down on Vitalik, and then you watch this video and you're still down on it, I don't see how you can be. Because Vitalik has a way. He he is a, a way. He is a good marketing tool. It is centralized around him. He can talk it up with these geniuses of, of Silicon Valley and really get along with them. And convince them. I mean, you can tell Eric's a fan of Ethereum because of Vitalik. And there's a whole slew of rich people and smart people uh, in the combination of the two, just like Eric, who believe in Vitalik, believe in anything he says about Ethereum, that it can be fixed, that it's this amazing new wave of the future. And a lot of these people are looking forward to the golden age of the 2020s. So when they see something like this, when they see a person like Vitalik, who's clearly trying to bring innovation to the people, uh, they like it. They He, he is a marketing machine, uh, a, a low-key marketing machine. That's the best way I, I can say it. And people, they get charmed by him. They really do. And that's good for Ethereum. And I know there's so many people that are just so down on Ethereum right now and so down on Vitalik. They, it's, it, the whole thing, the people are behind it. He can solve, solve it's centralized. <laughs> they're, they're happy with the, when he, when he, in, he says that the Dow, they intervened. He, he Eric was, oh, it's great. It's great. You fixed that. You, you, you rolled it back, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, as something uh, Vitalik said that he didn't, he didn't plan on ICOs. He didn't plan on ICOs being on uh, Ethereum, so he was a little disappointed by that. He can't predict what he can't predict what's going to pop up on Ethereum. He envisioned other things, and so that was interesting to hear. Uh, Satoshi Nakamoto question he got 
from, uh, I guess Eric's got to appeal to the masses there a little bit and, and give him a question like that. Who's Eric just said, it's, it's amazing that, uh, in this day and age where everybody knows everything about everyone, uh, that no one has figured out who Satoshi Nakamoto is and Vitalik gives an opinion about who he thinks it might be. So it's, I, I thought it was, I thought it was an entertaining video. And, uh, Again, you can be a Bitcoin fan, a Bitcoin firster like me, but still understand that they're going to, when you watch a video like this, you can see why people get behind Ethereum, why it's not going anywhere, why they'll be able to pull off a lot of centralized maneuvers on it. And uh, no, I'm, I'm not uh, pulling an Udi. I'm definitely not doing an Udi on uh, Ethereum. So, so watch it and uh, maybe you'll get some ideas. Good to see uh, Eric into uh bitcoin oh remember people in the super chat type in bitcoin meister or do a uh or do a super chat and i'll answer your questions all right let's see what do we got here and we got john and greetings from malibu baby i'll be joining you on the beach in february pound that like button baby well i'll be in california i'll be in la uh maybe i'll maybe i'll join you up in malibu who knows i'll be in uh <laughs> right south of west hollywood off of la Brea which is, I know, it's far from, can't take public transportation from there to Malibu. Not much public transportation goes to Malibu. Anyway, so, but it's Malibu's beautiful from what I hear. Uh, and I know you're chilling on the beach now. It's kind of cold though, isn't it? It's midnight there. God, it's late. But man, this is conviction. Pound that like button. I got to do a new show every day, baby. That's part of the system. So, uh, oh, oh, wait, wait a second. We're going to talk about Okay. There are so many people out there. There are a lot of people out there. They claim they were around in this space in 2014 and 2015. Now, of course, I was. You can check out the videos. You can check out what I'm telling people to buy Bitcoin for $400 freaking dollars, um, to buy 10 a piece, 10 for a combined $4,000. And I say you're going to be in good shape. There are all sorts of people that claim. They're, they're, they were around the 24 and 20, 20, 14 and 15, yet they disappear when things get rough or they start screaming and worrying and panic whenever the price goes down or they just disappear for a little while. Then they come back and blah, 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 blah. I just wonder if these people were really around in 2014 and 15, were they paying attention or are they just making up that they were around? Because if you were around in 2014 and 2015, and you were paying attention, then you'd have a strong hand now. You would never leave. You would never disappear. You would never panic. You would never, I mean, there's, there's so many of these dudes out there. They're so wishy-washy. Oh, got to get into this altcoin. Got to get into this. Oh, the price is going to go down. Oh, I'm, I'm scared. Maybe the halving is this, and maybe everything will blow up with the halving. This. Dude, are you a veteran or aren't you a veteran? Were you really here or weren't you here? I don't know. I lived through it. I lived through the cycle already. And I'm going to be here through this cycle. New show every day. That's conviction. I don't know what those people are. Wishy-washy. So, uh, yeah, um, maybe if you encounter one of these people that said they've been around for a while and they're kind of in panic mode half the time these days when the price goes down by uh, 200 bucks or whatever, may ask them, were you really around, dude? Did you learn anything? Or were you just, uh, I don't know, were you just observing? I don't know. Do you actually own Bitcoin? <laughs> I, sw- I wonder about some of these people out there. The weak hands, the weak hand veterans. It, does, it doesn't make sense. Now, again, there are plenty. The people on my show, the people that come on this show, This Week in Bitcoin, best guest in the freaking space, they're strong hand veterans. They, uh, B- Benny, 
uh, all, all sorts of dudes were been around for a while. Tone, I mean, well, he's <laughs> yeah, that dude. He's always been a downer. I mean, that's, uh, that's uh, some of the Russians are down like that. Whatever, and that's his way. But you know, the dude's got conviction. You know, he's not going anywhere. And you know, he was really around in 2014 and 15. Check out the video uh, tape, baby. But uh, yeah, there's there's just some dude so wishy washy. I, I, I don't know who the heck. And I, I do wonder, were you dudes really around or, or what? All right. But some of them I know were around in 2016. And then uh, then it just becomes like, wait, were you here in 2014 or not, dude? But but in, in this stage in the game, the, the thing is, all the all the people in the space, they, they just are like, if you say you're around in 2016, you're a hardcore veteran or something. It's weird to me. It's weird, man. But when I came in in 2013, I was like, I'm just a rookie. What is this? I just bought my first two Bitcoin. But, but soon, soon I became a grizzled veteran. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm proud of it too, man. I've got the war scars, but dude, I, I got the best war scar of them all, baby, is uh, the amount of Bitcoin that I have. <laughs> That's no scar, baby. Pound it. Yeah. I practice what I preach, brother. So uh, there's a lot of people talking about pay join. So I thought I would mention it. I linked to something about it. It's like some new type of coin joint thing. You know, be my guest if you like doing that type of stuff. Uh, I, I've never I've never done a coin join before. Oops. <laughs> no, not oops. I just, it's not my thing, man. No need. I don't move my Bitcoin, dudes. <laughs> it is where it is. All right. Uh, strong hand, baby. Keep on hoarding it. Uh, so yeah, reminder, I'll be in El Paso, Texas, January 14th to February 11th, and then February 11th to April 6th, I'll be in LA, baby. And I'm in, uh, I'm here in Tucson until January 14th, obviously. Argentina had its highest volume day ever on local Bitcoins yesterday as capital controls on dollars increased earlier this week. Thank you, Matt Alberg, for that tweet. That dude gives, he studies those local Bitcoin numbers. Hey, it's a shame that Argentina is descending into capital controls again. Beautiful country. Good to hear that at least a few people are buying Bitcoin there and uh, valuing their wealth in Bitcoin, not in uh, the ridiculous peso. I mean, if you are holding pesos there now and you know and you know how to get Bitcoin with your pesos, what are you doing, dude? What? Are, how can you hold pesos if you know how to convert them into a Bitcoin? All right, so here is another story that no one's talking about. This was sent to me. It's out of Utah, you know, home of the Mormons, baby. Utah woman tries to buy staph uh, bacteria. She used $300 worth of Bitcoin on the dark web. And uh, she actually, they, they busted her. <laughs> but she was trying to... Uh, she, is, she had a, a female roommate who she was also the caretaker of, and apparently she was tired of this uh, female roommate. And uh, yeah, she thought if she gave her some staph bacteria that her problem would go away. Pretty vicious type of woman here. <laughs> um, but it makes the news in Utah rant just – it just in the middle of the article says three, it just doesn't rip on Bitcoin, just says what she used was $300 worth of Bitcoin on the dark web. 
So Bitcoin's got a use case out there. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I, the dark web is filled with some really weird stuff, apparently, and people are going to want all sorts of weird stuff. This is just the tip of the iceberg. And if some random woman in Utah can figure out uh, if she needs to get something that she can't get uh, in the regular world, she can figure out how to get Bitcoin, apparently. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I know that it sounds quite nasty, but uh, this helps the price of Bitcoin. There are going to be more and more people. Every day, people do things that you and I might not approve of. <laughs> and uh, it costs money to do these things. And they can do it over the internet sometimes. This dark web. What's what's the currency of the dark web? Bitcoin, apparently. So we'll we'll hear more and more about this. That's a specific because I, we do hear about. Well, yeah, they use Bitcoin on the dark web. They use Monero on the dark web. But you never hear a very specific thing. This gets down and dirty into it. Just some woman in Utah buys staff bacteria. <laughs> what a world we live in, baby. So there's a. So since everyone's taking the week off. Uh, no one will rip on Bitcoin uh, for this. Or maybe after New Year's, they'll find this article. Thank you to the person who sent me this very interesting article. Bitcoin Magazine, they're not sleeping. Aaron Von Weirdom has an article out there, uh, takes a look at which new technologies have been released in Bitcoin in the past year, uh, including Shamir backups. I like that one. That was a technology I could enjoy. But all sorts of other Bitcoin texts uh, are, are in there. Check out the article. Read it. Coindesk has an article about United States lawmakers ask uh, to clarify the tax rules, makes the IRS uh, divulge a little bit more information about crypto dividends. Because right now the IRS clearly doesn't understand what a crypto dividend is, what an airdrop, what a, an airdrop and a uh, when you hold Bitcoin, you get airdrops. You get uh, forks. Those are crypto dividends. You get interest on your Bitcoin. And so the, the IRS is very confused about it. But there is one congressman out of Minnesota who has been on their case about this. Uh, what I forgot what his name is. Tom Emmer? Emmer, his name is? He's he. I mean, Minnesota's got all sorts over there, man. You've got the worst congresswoman there. And you got the guy like this. So and, and then it. In, if, you, if you're one of those presidential election freaks, Minnesota is going to be a really important state, and that might make uh, un, that might make the Democratic nominee pick uh, Klobuchar, who's a senator uh, who's a senator who abuses her staff from Minnesota. So you got all sorts of freaks from Minnesota, but Minnesota might become the uh, center of the United States in November. But uh, the so he's asking for some clarification there. That would be great. I, I think that's a useful. Uh, if the IRS is going to be nebulous about it and not understand what the heck a crypto dividend is, uh, and people are going to freak out about it, I got people freaking out about it, dude. They're bigger fish to fry than your, your B gold that you didn't report, dude. Trust me, they're not they're not getting you on your B gold. But it would be nice to know how you report your B gold and your B diamond. It would it would be nice instead of the IRS being confused. So I, and Tom Emmer and whatever his name, Senator Congressman Emmer, I'm butchering his name. I didn't write it down. He he wants the situation. He wants it to be just just a regular uh, financial situation. Nothing nothing extravagant like the uh, IRS is proposing a double tax. It's, it's ridiculous. The, you know, the moment it comes out, you get taxed. It's crazy. What Emmer suggests, I'm not going to put words in his mouth. 
uh, what his plan was, but it, it was much more logical, much more, much more reasonable in terms of report the, the tax situation with your crypto dividends. Anyway, uh, good luck to Tom Emmer. I don't even know if that's his name. <laughs> good luck to the congressperson, the congressman from the great state of Minnesota, home of Jesse, the conspiracy theorist, Ventura Doomer. Oh, God. No, that was, I, I never saw the dude wrestle. That was way before my time. But you better believe that Hulk Hogan copied him a little bit. So, but Hulk Hogan copied uh, a lot of people, uh, people that you, people have never heard of, like superstar Billy Graham and stuff. Oh, the 80s, baby. That's when wrestling was wrestling, wasn't it? But yeah, Jesse Bonaventura became the freaking governor of Minnesota. That still is a little weird. Again, it's, it's a weird state. Weird. And he is, he became quite a conspiracy theorist eventually. And we're going to talk about uh, conspiracy theorists right now before we talk about, uh, after we talk about Nick Carter has a funny tweet. Uh, the Wat Watford soccer dudes in, uh, in England that had the Bitcoin on their armband or on their shirt, they beat uh, Manchester United. And since and people are like, that's good. I guess more people saw the Bitcoin assembled. He made a joke that, that that helped pump Bitcoin. There are probably some people who believe that. I'm surprised Coindesk didn't have an article about that. Comment like one, baby. Uh, but they're like the New York Yankees of soccer. So if the New York Yankees lose, I'm, I'm usually pretty darn happy about that. I'm always happy about that. Now, of course, they're not really the Yankees, but they're the closest thing in soccer. So good. I'm glad Watford beat them. I'm not a fan of the... Uh, I'm not a fan of the equivalent of the Red Sox or the Yankees in any darn sport, baby. Orioles, conviction, baby. Yeah, I hear the other team from Baltimore is doing pretty well, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's seeping through to me too. <laughs> you can't you can't miss it at this point, dudes. I, I don't watch it, but uh, yeah, what's going on in Baltimore with the uh, NFL is obviously a pretty big story if, if you care about that kind of thing. And it's it's see seeping through to me all the way here into uh, Tucson. And yes, uh, they basically have to win one more game for me to watch them again. If they win the divisional uh, round, then they'll be in the AFC title game, and I will watch the AFC title game if they're in it. And I'll watch the Super Bowl if they're in it, definitely. But that's better than watching 18 other freaking games and wasting so much time studying it. I can only tell you like three of their names, which is great because I can tell you a lot more about Bitcoin. And I <laughs> and it's helped me a lot more than doing the NFL. All right. So fear. Fear drives so much out there. Crypto fear drives so much in this space. I mean, it gets the clicks. Um, there are you, you guys got to get over some of these fear clickbait titles. All right. You're falling for it. You keep falling for it. You're asking me about stuff from like really biased sources. If you don't get that Bitcoin.com is the Bcash Pravda and they're going to have a lot of articles that are going to be basically promotional pieces for Bcash that really rip on the Bitcoin. That you got you to grasp that, not to panic every time. Because if you panic, because there are plenty of fear-based videos, fear-based articles, and you just keep clicking on them, you keep falling for it, it's going to disturb you psychologically. It's, and worse, it's you're going to lose your Bitcoin. You're going to panic 
you're going to panic with some of this stuff, um, this, this fear stuff that is out there. So dudes, stick to the program. Don't get distracted by the train yourself to stay calm. And like every, every headline out there, it's not true. Most of them <laughs> are not true. The, in the cryptocurrency space, my Lord, my Lord, these dudes, I mean, this is where the big boys play. So guys, fear is the, is like the ultimate emotion to, 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 to make you do things. All right. They be, and I, and as I've gotten uh, some wisdom with age here, I'm seeing it more and more uh, in every aspect of life. Just stay calm. Don't fear, you know, identify when it's fear and then just stick to your plan, stick to your plan, have a strong hand. Uh, so yeah, it's Bitcoin.com. It's Pravda. It's the Bcash Pravda. All right. So they're going to have some articles out there. <laughs> Be careful. And, and I'm saying this, just trying to respectful to the people who contact me about this because I, I don't want you having like a, a brain hemorrhage or something here. I don't want you losing your Bitcoin because of this nonsense that's out there. It's, it's unbelievable. Uh, the fear and just, just think to yourself, is this a real headline or just a clickbait that's supposed to get me scared? And some people do it by accident. You know, when, when Trace and JW are talking about some of this stuff, it's totally fear-based. And people, you guys just fall for it. In a second, you go into panic mode. And yet, you should be careful. But, I mean, there was just another Andreas Antonopoulos video saying, again, get a hardware storage device, BIP, uh, BIP39 is fine. All right? It's fine. <laughs> oh, God. You're not a billionaire like Trace. And again, Andreas, Andreas is one of many people out there. There, if the if the hardware wallet situation, Trezor, Ledger, if it was corrupt in any way, if it were to fail in any way, those companies would go out of business. And it's open source. Trezor's open source. Nothing's hot. Just calm down, people. Fear. It's fear. Do not fear. Be careful, but do not fear. It's, it's all around this space, these fear merchants. All right. What do we got? We got Richie Rich. Oh, oh he's talking about he's talking about fake Toshi's coin. All right. Nobody's got any questions over there. Remember, you type in Bitcoin Meister, I answer your question. All right. Someone's talking about the ego coin. <laughs> so Spencer said he transferred, he transformed his BSV into hex. They're worth about the same. Actually, dude, if you really did that, that was a mistake. <laughs> because I, I gotta tell you the truth. The, the 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 ego coin is worse than BSV. There's, there's no doubt about it. There's no doubt it's worth it's worthless. It has no value whatsoever. So there, I mean, that's the thing. Uh the people who gave Mr. Ego Ethereum for that stuff, I mean, it's no one's fault but their own. No one's fault but their own. You, I, I don't know what to say. So, um, no, I, if you had BSV and you turned it into hex, bad idea. You should have turned it into Bitcoin. Um, or, or it, it would have been better to keep it as BSV than, than hex because hex is worthless. It's just, it's totally, I mean, it's, what is it? Two Satoshis, which is the, a little bit over worthless. Okay. I exaggerated. <laughs> it's a little, but, but yeah. And, and this is amazing, you know, to, to, for BSV to be better than anything, that's it's saying a lot. It's saying a lot about it. And Hex is that, is that horrifying. But um, can't say I can't say that Hex is a scam, though. 
It's just a, a worthless coin that some people decide to uh, buy. I, I don't know why. He, he created a, a worthless coin, and people decide to buy it for some reason. And some of it, some people got it for free. Nothing wrong getting it for free, and then having people pay you for something that's worthless. Um, it's it's just their na naivete. I mean, everyone was saying it like warning. You know, this is uh, this is a horrible thing. Why do not pay for it? Get it for free, whatever. Get it for free, that's fine. But pay for it. Oh God. And it's and it's the people that pay for it that uh, that. And I said, I said that Mr. Ego Coin was going to win, and he did win. He did win. He got plenty of Ethereum from people. And I said, there's nothing we could do. That there were going to be people buy BitConnect, people buy BSV. I mean, they, they do ridiculous things. They're going to do. Uh, I mean, Ego Coin comes across as more reasonable than like uh, Fake Toshi. So of course he'd be able to convince some people, the BitConnect type people, to buy his worthless coin. It is, it is what it is, people. Diversification for the sake of diversification is nonsense, and it leads you to buying Ego Coin. It leads you to buy Fitoshi Coin and uh, King of the Trolls, Bcash. It leads you – keep it simple, dudes. Keep it simple. simple. Long-term thinking, Bitcoin. It's that easy, baby. All right. No, Vention's in the house. <laughs> All right. Remember, Rhett was going to do prime coin fork with, I, I, you know, Rhett. It's funny. Uh, Ego coin really ripped on Rhett, and then he did he did much worse than what Rhett did. It's just so hilarious, and people and people fell for it, and people talked about him, and people let him on their shows, and were like, "We can't let the they they don't realize, you know, saying his name and." And, and letting him on the show and everything, giving him, scheduling him to be on your show, it's just letting him win. Yeah, sure, 99% of the people are going to know, oh, my God, this is horrifying. But the one he only needs 1% of the people to buy his, his ridiculous thing, and he wins, and he won. <laughs> and so hopefully it's lesson learned for, for some of the people. But it's not. 80%ers are never going to learn. They're going to do what they're going to do. They're going to want the fast, the fast, quick rewards, you know, the quick hits. Okay, enough about that, dude. I see, and this—it's just so funny. It's so many people continue to talk about it, and they're just—they're just helping him. They're just because there's still going to be people that fall for it and give that dude Ethereum for his ego coin. Uh, okay, so talking about things that uh, were, were trendy for a little bit, because among the eighty percenters, that was pretty trendy. Uh, among the doomers. You know something that was trendy that was the uh, flavor of the year and people try to compare to Bitcoin? The pot stocks, the cannabis. And guess what? It's not just like I predicted. It's not cannabis isn't Bitcoin. And that, you know, the people screaming about cannabis and Bitcoin, uh, they probably didn't know exactly what they were talking about. Like Doug Casey's people. So now Doug Casey is saying behind the cannabis crash, a new conspiracy so him and his buddies are trying to blame the, the cannabis crash on a conspiracy. There's doomers for you, man. Just just like the gold conspiracies, right? That's that's what's been keeping gold down. That's what be you know cannabis was going to take over the world, right? It was just like Bitcoin. It's not just like Bitcoin. There there's your example when people have to go to this conspiracy stuff about cannabis cannabis crash. Of course there was a cannabis crash. It's not. It's, has nothing to do with Bitcoin, not on the same plane as Bitcoin, a complete gamble. 
you shouldn't even say it in the same breath as Bitcoin, but so many people were, were saying it. We're, we're, we're combining the two, doing their newsletters about the two. And this is how it ends with Doug Casey screaming about, or Doug Casey's newsletter people. I don't know if Doug Casey actually writes the thing. You know, Doug Casey can be good on some things, on a few things. He's horrible on so many other things. He's terrible. Um, but no one's perfect, whatever. You can learn a lot from Doug Casey. And I do, Yeah, you can learn a lot from Doug Casey. He, he's, uh, he's got some good, uh, he's got some interesting ideas. And he does, uh, he he's against uh, the complacency of the government. And, and that's uh, that's a good quality. And I, Doug Casey was on the show before. Zoom back uh, to the beginning of 2017. I was trying to convince uh, him about Bitcoin. He wasn't in the Bitcoin then. He became in the Bitcoin soon after with but some charlatans he, he let uh, on his team. And that's where it leads you to, to Bitcoin and uh, these uh, pot stocks and stuff. And I know there's some of you there that were like into both. I, I said, no, no, no need to diversify for the sake of diversification into the pot stocks. Cannabis, ca cannabis crash conspiracy doom. All right, enjoy it. And that is it. That is it. I believe that is it. Yeah, that was the last topic. All right, dudes. I am Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video, check out the links below. Uh, pound that like button. And what's Fenchin say? I'll let him have the last word. I'm surprised you aren't on up on the manipulation of gold and silver. No, I don't believe in it at all. Real changes have been, uh, real ch charges have been filed and real people have gone to jail. They are, who's gone to jail for it? Now, who manipulated, you know how Andy, Andy Hoffman, who's my friend, he, he said he built a whole career on uh, talking about gold and silver manipulation. I don't, I don't see it. And I don't, I don't think it's, it's just, it's the market. It's the market. They're players in the market. You can call it manipulation. You can call it whatever you want to. There's no, it's just gold is old, baby. Drop gold. There's all sorts of excuses. And it's funny because the same people, they're just impatient. Some of the same people who say that gold was manipulated, silver is manipulated. And then when the Bitcoin price doesn't you know, go to 20000 this year, they start saying, well, maybe the CME is manipulating Bitcoin. Maybe that's what, no, that's not, what go, that's not what's going on. It's, there's not some grand conspiracy. It's all out there. This is It's a big market. People can do what they want to do. You can call it manipulation, but it's not some like, uh, it's not some grand conspiracy type of thing. It's not some dark corner, unnatural government interference, blah, 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 blah. They, the government might try to do some things to Bitcoin, but you can't. You can't keep it down. And uh, the gold stuff, I mean, if you someone if you want to worry about who was who, what was manipulation, what was this, what was that, then let's stick with gold and see where it takes you in the next uh, twenty years or next ten years. I, I I don't I don't believe I'm not worried about it at all. I don't think there's any sinister stuff. I think it's all about scapegoating people. Everyone wants a scapegoat for why they failed, and that's what it boils down to. Why they why they they didn't become rich off of gold? It must have been a grand conspiracy. A grand conspiracy. All right, everybody. I'm Adam Meister. Pound that like button and uh, bang the bell button. New show here every day. See you tomorrow. I'll say hi to everybody in the chat. Bye-bye. This is Trace Mayer, and you're listening to Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister. Anyways, this is a public service announcement about the annual celebration of Proof of Keys. 
That's where the entire community withdraws all their Bitcoins to addresses where they hold the private keys and run a full node. So visit proofofkeys.com to learn more about why and how you should participate. And please make a small change to your Twitter handle to show your support. Thanks.